0: Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypannuccio.com forward slash act. It's not enough for your main character to succeed or fail. What's the transformation? What's the transformation? What hard won wisdom did your character gain over time as they struggled to get what they wanted despite obstacles. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach, and each week we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. A common challenge many writers face is gaining clarity on the story they're writing and how to convey it to readers in a way that compels them to keep reading with many stories that come across my desk, there are often too many things happening with no apparent significance or cause and effect. There are too many storylines that don't feel integrated. Often there are too many characters whose significance or relevance isn't really clear. And then there are random events that don't have a clear connection to one another. The story meanders without a point and it makes the story hard to follow because there's a lot of noise, and the reader isn't sure what to focus on or what's important to notice and pay attention to. Now, this is very common. Writers have these extraordinary imaginations that don't stop, and so they tend to pour a lot into their stories, especially in the first draft when they're just exploring their material. But we can still be intentional while we're meandering, because at some point, we need to rein it all in and get clarity about what story we're telling. So the challenge is to nail down who your story is about, what problem your character is trying to solve, what incident catapults him or her into action, and how he or she goes about solving their story problem. Now, nearly every story you watch or read boils down to this. A character wants something and encounters a problem before he or she can get it. So we have a character and a goal. They'll have some kind of plan that moves them through the story That plan will likely shift as they encounter mounting obstacles, and at the end, they'll either succeed in getting what they want, or they'll fail. It's a pretty simple framework, and there are five parts to it, which we'll break down in today's episode. So if you're having trouble writing your story, if you're getting stuck somewhere in the middle and you're getting stalled, and you're getting overwhelmed and lost in your own material, this episode is for you. So let's break it down. Number one, character. Your story may have many characters. It may even have multiple points of view, but there will be one main character who we will follow all the way to the end. This is the character we'll identify the most with. Now will most certainly identify with your other characters as well, but this character's journey is the one we'll be most invested in. So there are three crucial questions you want to ask. What does your main character want? Who or what is interfering or opposing this person getting what she wants? And what will her life look like if she does or doesn't get what she wants? Now, if the reader can't get a fix on the answers to these three questions within the first couple of chapters or several scenes, your story has already gone off the rails. It's become a lot of noise and will most definitely confuse, bore, and lose your reader. Now, once you identify what your character wants, The rest of the story will be that character's quest to get it, and the reader will be invested because the question luring them on is, will he or she get it or not? Now, unless we can identify what our character wants, the reader has no stake in the story. Now, often writers clutter their story by diluting the main character's desire with too many ambitions. So drill it down to one simple concrete desire. You'll be going deeper into that desire, but start with something external, something simple and concrete. We'll go deeper in a minute, so stay with me but it's important to define something concrete your character wants because as soon as the reader knows what your character is pursuing and it's concrete, they'll make a strong connection to your character because we're all creatures of desire. We're all motivated by it. But it's not just the external goal we want to explore here. It's why your character wants it That matters. It's great to have your character come into the story with a goal. It may be to solve a mystery or catch a killer. But another mistake writers make is just focusing on the external goal and not tying it to your character's sense of survival. We have to know why getting it matters to your character. They have to want it and pursue it, I would say, obsessively. So you have this concrete, simple goal. Maybe it's to find the treasure or win the war, slay the dragon, find the missing daughter, leave the husband, whatever they want. It should tie to their sense of survival because human desire boils down to a primitive need to survive. Now, I'm not talking about Physical survival. For example, fending off enemies or surviving a war or earthquake during a mountain climbing expedition. I mean, it could be about that. But by survival, I'm talking about that primal desire all humans have to feel safe, healthy, happy, and strong. It may be financial survival, it may be social survival, romantic survival, emotional survival. It's never just the thing we want. All of us are wired for survival, even when we want something seemingly shallow, say more money or a better car or a new house. You got to think about why those things matter because underneath there's an emotional drive. So it's never about the external thing or the achievement. So think about, what the thing represents on a more primitive level to your main character, because that's what's going to urge him or her through the action. So number one, character. Number two, the problem. Every story is about a character who wants something and encounters a problem getting it. So the problem is the hook. Every story has an antagonist. Someone or something will get in the way and thwart your character from winning the day. Batman has the Joker. Harry Potter has Voldemort. Now, often with stories that come to me, it's not clear who the opponent is or the antagonist is introduced way too late in the story. Now, they are may be many forces going against your main character, but I want you to focus on one. There could be a matrix of opposition. Maybe gender roles are suppressing your character or the time and place where your story is set. It could be a culture or an institution or nature impeding your character. And that may all be part of it, but you still want to introduce a main antagonist. It doesn't necessarily have to be a person, but it should be formidable. This gives the story's conflict a clear point of focus. So many stories I read don't have a clear antagonist early on, and so the conflict is fuzzy. And without conflict, we don't really have a story. Whatever or whoever the antagonist is, it needs to be clear to the reader early on. Now, the problem will be external, but it will trigger an internal problem. The purpose of an external problem in a story is to trigger your character's internal problem. Let me repeat that. The purpose of an external problem in the story is to trigger the character's internal problem. So think of the external problem as a manifestation of the internal turmoil. In just about every story, the internal problem the character is facing boils down to this. Do I have what it takes? Your character will start out ill-equipped to solve the problem that's impeding them from getting what they want. They will have some faulty belief about how the world works And how they fit into that world, we all have them, and this will result in frustration, fear, and self-doubt. These are fears that all come up when we're going after something that matters to us. So tap into that. There's an external problem and an internal problem. The external problem is a manifestation of the internal problem. Why is this compelling? Because human beings grapple with the same problems in their everyday lives. And we read to see a character overcome, not just the external problem, but the internal problem. So the problem is the hook of your story. And if you don't identify your character's main story problem, your story will fall flat and the reader will have nothing to hook into. Now, as bad as As the external problem may be, your character is much more motivated to resolve their inner turmoil, which brings me to number three, the call to action. There will be some call to action early in your story where the character is catapulted out of his comfort zone and into the fray. Something happens beyond his control. It's unavoidable and your character is then forced to take action. You've heard this as the inciting incident or significant situation that sets your story in motion. Here's the thing. Characters never take action out of their own volition. They need to be challenged to take action by outside forces that are beyond their control. Cheryl Stray didn't just write a story about hiking the Pacific Crest Trail. She didn't just one day decide it would be a fun, challenging adventure. She didn't just pack her knapsack and go on her merry way. That wouldn't be as compelling as the grief and self-destruction she experienced over her mother's death. That really was the catalyst. If Walter White hadn't been diagnosed with lung cancer, he wouldn't have just started a meth lab and a trailer as a side gig to his teaching job. Without that diagnosis, he would just be another meth dealer. So what? The truth is, we don't make big life decisions unless life challenges us to do so. Something beyond our control happens and it throws us off balance. Your character may not come into the story entirely happy with the way things are going in their life, and they may have a longstanding desire, but what's going to light the fire for them to finally spring into action is an incident, a problem that forces them to act. This call to action disrupts the status quo. It throws your character out of equilibrium. The rest of the story will be an attempt to restore that balance. So number three, call to action. Your character must be challenged to take action. Okay, on to number four, rising stakes. What will happen if your character gets or doesn't get what they want? What's at stake? What does your character stand to lose? What does your character stand to gain? Throughout your story, you want to be foreshadowing a potential successful ending and a potential tragic or unhappy ending. Your main character, your protagonist, has really only two motivations to escape something bad, let's say a divorce, or experience something good, like love. I like the way Donald Miller puts it. We want to keep our readers in suspense. And the way to do that is to keep your main character teetering on the precipice of success or failure every scene, every conversation, every flashback, every reflection should serve your story in the same way. It's either going to move your character closer to or further away from the disastrous result that might befall them. You need to let your reader know what good thing could happen if She succeeds, and what terrible, awful thing might be her fate unless she overcomes her challenges. We need to know what's at stake. This doesn't have to be life or death stakes. The stakes could be as simple as, if he fails, he'll lose his job, or she'll lose the guy she's been pining for. You just need to know why the goal matters to your character, What does he stand to gain if he succeeds? What does he stand to lose if he fails? So, number one, we have a character who wants something. Number two, he encounters a problem. Number three, there's a call to action early in the story. And number four, there are rising stakes. Okay, on to number five, resolution. This is is what your reader stays for. Did this person succeed or fail? It's either going to be a yes or a no. Now, it could be a yes, but. It could be a no, but. So if your character got what they wanted, what did they lose? There's always going to be some trade-off. Anna Karenina ultimately got to be with Vronsky, but She lost custody of her son and her standing in aristocratic Russian society, and she realized too late that life with Vronsky wasn't all that. Maybe your character didn't get what he wanted. Humbert ultimately didn't get to be with Lolita, but he finally acknowledged the harm he did. So it's not enough for your main character to succeed or fail, What's the transformation? What's the transformation? What hard-won wisdom did your character gain over time as they struggled to get what they wanted despite obstacles? Where did the story take them? Your character's transformation may be deeper self-knowledge. It may be self-awareness or self-acceptance or forgiveness. They may get what they want, but lose something else that's valuable to them. Or maybe they don't get what they want, and they gain something they didn't expect. Maybe your character doesn't get the guy she's been pining for, but eventually realizes this guy isn't even good enough for her. So she loses the guy, but she gains more self-esteem. There's going to be a before and after. The person your character was coming into the story isn't the same person he or she is when they leave the story. Okay, to gain story clarity, explore these five things. Number one, character. What do they want and why do they want it? Number two, problem. Who or what is interfering? What problem must they solve before they get what they want? How does the external problem trigger an internal problem? Number three, call to action. Your character needs some unavoidable situation or challenge to spur him or her into action. Number four, rising stakes. What happens if your character does or doesn't get what he or she wants? And number five, resolution. Does she succeed or not? And what's the internal transformation? You don't want anything vague in your story. Story is about specific things happening to specific people and how they transform in the process. So, there you have it. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And if you know any writers who need some support in their writing, please share this episode or the Writer Unleashed podcast in general. And if you love what you're listening to, subscribe on your favorite listening platform, and please leave me a review. Reading how this podcast impacts your writing truly lights me up and helps me create topics for the show. Till next time, keep writing, and I'll talk to you soon.